Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode 106, Raising Self-Sufficient Children. So I am not sure when the whole notion of doing everything for your child began, but it has been devastating to the last couple of generations. It used to be that raising self-sufficient children was the goal. Now it seems to be mean. In generations past, children took care of the farm animals, went to work at very young ages, and in many families became the breadwinner when a father was killed in war or died early in life. Now, we don't even ask our children to make their own bed. No wonder mothers are overwhelmed. When I was raising our seven children, I was always surprised at the ever-present question from strangers, how do you do it all? Well, the answer was, I didn't do it all. And I'm not sure if it was a matter of self-preservation or just my teacher mode kicking in, but from the beginning, our goal in raising the children was to teach them to be self-sufficient. We aren't raising children. We're supposed to be raising adults. I had studied the origins of self-esteem, and although some children are born with a more confident personality than others, a positive environment and wins always contribute to a healthy self-esteem. So, early on, each new task in self-sufficiency came with a win. Way to go! You did it! Look how hard you tried! Good job! Even if the child didn't succeed at getting those pants on in the right direction, the reinforcement of positive encouragement caused him to want to try again. And pretty soon, after I kindly pointed out the tag in the back and taught them how to lay the pants on the floor so they could pull them up properly, they did do it. And they beamed with pride at two to three years old. Instead of doing everything for your children, stop and take the time to teach them. You will enjoy motherhood way more with a clear sense of accomplishment, and you'll be raising children who will be strong, resilient, and self-confident adults. And that's what motherhood is all about. What an awesome privilege it is for us to teach these humans habits, routines, critical thinking skills, and good manners that they will take with them into adulthood. Here are some places where you can teach your children to be self-sufficient. Dressing themselves. We do need to teach them the proper weight and style of clothes for the moment. We can't let them go to church in their pajamas because that's what they want to wear. We teach them Out of respect to our Lord, they dress up. Nor can we allow them to wear clothes reserved for special occasions anytime they want. We have an obligation to teach them to respect the place, time, weather, and cost of the clothing. 
Young moms now have a difficult time with the fashions, which are clearly not designed for a three-year-old to dress herself. Avoid purchasing pants and tops that are too difficult for them to put on themselves. Even small children who intuitively know they can do something themselves will feel a sense of failure when they can't pull up those skin-tight jeans or they can't tie their shoes because they are just too young to know how to tie their shoes. Get Velcro. It isn't their fault. It's the fault of the designer, but we can't let that chip away at our child's self-esteem just because we want them to look fashionable. Start teaching your children to dress themselves at two years old. Help them see what goes together and do not be afraid to tell them no when something isn't appropriate or doesn't go together. Remember, you're teaching them, not indulging their creative spirit. That can be done in many other ways. These are personal, lifelong habits we're establishing. And don't give in to this parenting culture that your children must have an opinion in everything they do. You're creating monsters by letting that happen. Quite frankly, they're too young to even know what their opinion is. They just say something. They don't really even know what they want. Keep that in mind. Meals. Get cheap plastic plates, bowls, and cups and store them at a lower level in your cabinets so the children can reach them. You can then serve out the food, but as your child grows, like in their fours and five-year-olds, they can begin to pour their cereal themselves. Don't expect them to know how to do these things. You'll have to teach them how to pour using child-sized containers, or have easy access to fruit and other foods they can manage themselves. There's a huge resurgence in the Montessori method in education these days, and it's great to see because it's all about having the appropriate utensils and um set up in your home so that your children can be independent and self-sufficient. Teach them around three years old to put their dishes in the sink without spilling any food left on the plate. This is the beginning of teaching them to clean up after themselves. They can get the clean rag and wipe their faces and their hands before going off to play. Now, when they're about three years old, four years old, I always check them first to make sure they didn't have anything all over their hands that would then get all over my couch. Let them do as much as they can for themselves and then give it a quick check. So you may have heard this story before, but when my fourth child attended a senior retreat when he was 18, the students got up and thanked their parents for something that meant a lot to them. One 18-year-old 18-year-old got up and tearfully thanked his mom for making his lunch all these years. Afterwards, my son asked me incredulously, moms make their kids lunches? He had been making his for as long as he could remember, and that was since he was about five years old. Routines in the home. Even at two years old, children can begin to learn the routines that you set up for their health and well-being. Let's look at the morning routine first. At two to three years old, you can teach them to turn around and make their bed as soon as they get out of it. And then you never have to worry about it not getting done. 
It won't be perfect, but show them how to straighten the covers and put the pillow where it belongs. Keep it simple. No bedspreads to worry about. Have them brush their own teeth. Again, it won't be like we would brush our teeth, but that's okay. We're teaching them the routines and habits which we will refine the older and more mature they get. Show them how to dress themselves, make sure their clothes are at a level they can reach and teach them what is appropriate and what is not. I've already talked about that a little bit, but please make sure that you teach them now what is appropriate. Again, this is where your guidance is important. Don't give in to tantrums or feelings. When you do, you'll get more of them. You'll teach them that a tantrum will get their way. And trust me, you don't want to teach them that. Their feelings about what they want to wear should not really be important at five years old. When they become teenagers, they'll have plenty of self-expression to deal with. Indulging our children's feelings at an early age on so many things is a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast episode. Young children are not mature enough to make decisions for themselves. They depend on you. They may not like it, but that's only because you've taught them not to like your intervention. Once you let them know that you are teaching them and that they need to do as you say, they will understand and they will do it. All right, cleaning up after themselves. At two to three years old, they can begin to pick up their clothes by themselves and put them in a drawer. Probably not folded like you would like, but again, you're teaching the skill of putting it away so it's okay. As they get older, help them learn how to fold the clothes and keep their drawers neat. Teach them to do their own laundry. I love to blow people's minds when I tell them when my children were eight, yes, eight years old, I taught them how to do their own laundry. Remember, I had my first six children in eight years. I had a ton of laundry. And I was homeschooling, so there was no way I could do it all. At least that's what I thought. And so I taught them how to do it for themselves. They each had their own basket in their own room. I taught them about separating the whites and darks and how to change the water temperature for each type. Then I assigned them their day of the week to do their laundry. Of course, I helped a bit when they were first learning. And as they got older and good old laziness set in, I had to remind them. But it was their responsibility and they knew I wasn't going to do it. So when I heard the washer stop, I would probably say, go get your wash and put it in the dryer. And when the dryer stopped, I would say, take your clothes out and fold them and go put them away. That's how we teach our children. Also, periodic pickup of toys at lunchtime and then again before dad gets home and before they go to bed. If you are not a stay-at-home mom, if you are also working, then when you all come home, make sure that you pick up before dinner time. Because if you don't pick up for before dinner time, it's going to be too difficult after dinner when you've got to get ready. Usually it's homework. You've got to get baths and everything else. So make sure pickup is before dinner time. And if they're hungry, that's going to be a motivation for them to pick up. They'll need your help until they're about four. But once they know where everything goes, you'll just need to supervise. No bribing. If they don't clean up with just a little encouragement, I would take the toys away for a day or so. If I have to pick it up, it's mine. That's what I would say. 
When we give our children the responsibilities that are rightfully theirs, we certainly free up our own plate of responsibilities. Again, a mom shouldn't do it all. But more importantly, this is where discipline, order, and fortitude are developed. Not to mention a whole host of other virtues. And the biggest payoff is self-esteem. Yes, teaching children to be self-sufficient is how you nurture their self-esteem. They have small wins while feeling competent. If you think you're being a good mom by doing it all for your kids, think again. Let go of that mistaken mindset and become curious about how much the children can actually do for themselves. If you'd like some guidance on what chores are appropriate for what age for children, you can go get my free download at findingjoyinmotherhood.com forward slash home. Grab my free download and there you'll see what children really can do. I promise it will make your life way easier and your children happier. Take care. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at Janet at FindingJoyInMotherhood.com.